Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. As part of our Forbes Features series, spotlighting thought-provoking Forbes videos and their key takeaways, today I explore the recent Forbes video, What to Do When You're Feeling Unproductive. Welcome back to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. It's good to be with you again today for this Forbes feature episode where I'll be exploring the recent Forbes video, What to Do When You're Feeling Unproductive. If you've felt less productive lately, you're not alone. According to a Thrive Global survey, over 75% of employees feel overwhelmed and significantly less productive due to working from home and pandemic-related distractions. Our focus and sleep have suffered, and despite working longer, we're finding it tough to make progress in this chaotic environment. So we also feel frustrated and guilty. In trying times like these, here's what to do when you're feeling unproductive. Thanks, and I'll catch you on the flip side of this first clip. If you felt less productive lately, you're not alone. According to a recent Thrive Global study, 75% of us are feeling less productive or feeling overwhelmed and um, working from home is not helping. It's full of distractions, whether they're kids or dogs or sounds, anybody interrupting us. Um, Your sleep has probably suffered. It's tough to make progress when you are just feeling so chaotic and isolated. But in trying times like these, here's what you can do to feel more productive. So she's about to lay out several tips on how to increase your productivity. Uh, and they apply at any time, but I think particularly with within this COVID environment and so many people working remotely and from home, trying to deal with stresses, anxieties, and distractions in their work. And it's interesting. She cited uh, the study that says 75% of employees are feeling unproductive and and overwhelmed and stressed out. Um, I'm not surprised by the stress uh, or the the fact that people are feeling overwhelmed. I'm a little surprised by uh, 75% feeling unproductive, and I suppose uh, that's that's a matter of opinion and perception. Um, because there's lots of other studies that, uh, that have actually shown that productivity levels have gone up quite a bit um, since the pandemic hit and people have been working remotely. So I think part of this might just be a difference between perception and reality, and there's a gap there. Um, but I guess ultimately it doesn't really matter what reality is. If we feel less productive, if we feel overwhelmed, that's going to have an impact on our long-term performance and our sustainability and, 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 uh, not falling into the trap of burnout. So I think her tips are going to be very helpful for you. 
So redefine what productivity looks like. And, you know, despite your best efforts, it might be really tough to, to feel productive these days. Uh, living and working in this coronavirus environment means finding new ways of defining and redefining productivity and measuring your success. That might mean that you get through a Zoom call without your dog interrupting you, or that you successfully reconnect with your team members just to check in and see how they're doing. I think redefining what productivity looks like is really important and probably at the crux of this problem because if we're feeling unproductive, yet other studies show that actual reality is we're being more productive, productivity measures have gone up, uh, then that perception gap is an issue. And, and I think a part of that is just being able to reframe what we mean by being productive. Maybe we feel like that dog interrupting or that child interrupting a meeting uh, is evidence of us not being productive. Uh, but, but why? Why do we feel that way? And is that necessary to feel that way? Do we need to feel guilt and stress and being overwhelmed just because there's a little bit of background noise or because someone uh, walks behind us while we're in a Zoom call? I don't think we do. And so part of it is just redefining how we understand what productivity looks like in our day-to-day -day life. Take a break to gain perspective. Research tells us that we do need to step away and can't be constantly working. When we can press the reset button by pulling away and pausing, that allows us to access the one thing that we can control, which is our perspective. Remember to cut yourself and your brain some slack. So during periods of ongoing stress, our brain is actually wired to kind of shut down that logical thought process and move into reactive mode, which is never a great idea. So just be kind to yourself. And remember, it's your neurobiology. Be kind to yourself and give yourself a break. We need to give ourselves a break and we literally need to take breaks just like we would have back when we were in a physical work environment. Remember what it was like when you were with your colleagues in, in the office and people would pop in, you'd talk for a little bit. Uh, there would be all sorts of things that would be distracting, but we didn't really consider that as distractions because it was just part of doing work and we were at the office. Now we, we sit behind our computer and we are in endless Zoom meetings and if a dog barks or a kid uh comes in and needs some attention, we feel like we're being distracted. We feel like we're, we're not being productive. Uh, in reality, how, how does that really relate to what our daily work life may have looked like in the office? And the fact is, yeah, we were distracted now, but we were also distracted then. We're stressed now, but yeah, we were stressed then. And so again, we reframe, but then also we just need to be able to take breaks uh, did you take walking breaks? Did you take stretch breaks? Did you take an opportunity to just walk over to the water cooler and chat with a colleague for a little bit? If you did those things, you certainly need to find opportunities to take those types of mental breaks and resets now, just like you did uh, back when you were in the physical uh, workplace. Uh, make sure that you take the opportunity to really pause, to reflect, to to disconnect from your work for a little bit. We can't focus endlessly. We do need to take breaks. I'm excited to announce the publication of my new book from HCI Press, Bluer Than Indigo Leadership. 
the journey of becoming a truly remarkable leader. Early in my adult life, I learned about an Asian proverb that translates as bluer than indigo. If you think about the color indigo, it is a brilliant, deep, and vibrant blue. What some would call the bluest of blues. To have something that is bluer than indigo is rare and truly remarkable. Contrary to popular myth, there is no one-size-fits-all or cookie-cutter approach to effective leadership. There's no silver bullet, no secret sauce, no go-to model that will solve all of our problems. The truth is, great leaders have all had their unique strengths and flaws, and have all had to discover and then pave their own distinctive path in their life's journey to fulfill their leadership potential. Bluer Than Indigo Leadership will help you discover your own path and explore those ordinary, everyday actions that will help you respond to an uncertain future and produce extraordinary results for individuals, teams, and organizations. Distinguish between being busy and being productive. You know, when we're all caught up on Zoom calls and our days are filled with to-dos, we're definitely busy and it's easy to feel like there's too much going on. But when you really come down to it, busy is not the same as productive. Productive leaves you feeling accomplished. Busy just feels overwhelming. So be sure to establish boundaries, to say no to things that are no longer necessary or urgent so you can focus your attention on the things that will help you feel more accomplished and productive. There really is a big difference between busyness and productivity. And we we mix those up in our minds all the time and we mix them up in our language also. So a lot of times we're talking about how productive we are and we're really just talking about busyness. Great. So you were in eight hours of Zoom meetings. Were you actually productive? Probably not. Uh, nobody needs to sit through that many meetings. And so you have to think about what you're doing, why you're doing it, uh, what benefit it really provides. Cut back on the things that don't matter, um, like endless meetings that that go for a half hour or an hour for no other reason than people decided to schedule them for that long. Uh, you don't need to meet that much or for that long. So find things that you can cut out. Um, and busyness isn't the same as productivity. Focus on what actually is important, what actually needs to get done and make positive steps towards completing those, those elements. And honestly, if, if you can focus for three or four hours a day and really make progress on projects that you're working on uh, and then fit in, you know, some of these extra meetings and, and other kind of busy tasks that probably need to get done to a certain extent but aren't hugely important or strategic, that's, that's productivity. That's, that's uh, moving the needle and, and making progress. And that's about all we could have hoped for and expected when we were in the physical um, workplace. So cut yourself some slack when you're working from home. Uh, you don't need to fill every last minute of every day actually completing tasks and, and making huge progress on your projects. Take one action towards your goal, however small. You know, productivity rarely is about grandiose gestures. It's really about taking those small actions consistently over time that's really going to get you the progress that you desire. Remember that old adage about the hare and the tortoise. You know, slow and steady wins the race, and it also means you get to be more productive. 
small intermediate steps towards progress is what's really important. People get so overwhelmed by their long task lists and they forget that it's really just the tortoise and the hare. You just make slow, steady, sustainable progress. Tackle one thing at a time. Don't look at your big long list and think, oh my gosh, I have to finish these 50 things today. Just get up, get going, start to work on one thing after another. And slowly but surely, you'll start to check things off. Don't allow yourself to get overwhelmed because of everything that's on your list. Just make slow, steady progress. Fast, steady progress is good too, but you get what I'm saying. Just make steady progress. And finally, don't forget to track and celebrate your progress. You know, it's easy to get caught up in the crazy momentum and chaos of the times and forget that you've actually moved the needle. You need to track that either in a journal or just somewhere and then use that at the end of the day, at the end of the week to review so you can remind yourself how far you've come and feel more productive. Celebrate your wins. Celebrate those things that you do complete and accomplish. And again, don't allow yourself to just get bogged down with perceived failures or perceived distractions. Uh, you know, again, just because a child uh, comes in during a meeting or a dog barks, uh, or y- your mind is wandering a little bit, like cut yourself some slack. Realize what you're actually accomplishing and try to remember what it was like when you were in the office with your colleagues. And there are distractions all over the place. You weren't getting as much done as you probably think you were uh, when you were in the office. So cut yourself some slack when you're working from home and you have some of these distractions and these extra stresses and anxieties related to the pandemic and and how you're caring for your family uh, and and whatnot. Um, Celebrate when you do accomplish things, share it with others, take an opportunity to check in with your colleagues who are also working remotely, make sure that you're uh, supporting each other and being cheerleaders for each other and what you accomplish. You know, when you've been working from home for months, it's easy to feel like you're not making progress and you're being super unproductive, but you're not alone. And with the tips that I shared, you're going to feel like you've made more progress and you'll be kinder to yourself, which will help your productivity in the long run. The truth is we are all dealing with a lot right now. It's unprecedented times. Our companies are trying to uh, stay afloat and pivot, and we're trying to help our organizations be successful while we're pivoting, taking care of our families, trying to figure out our remote work spaces. Uh, it's, it's a lot, and it is challenging. Uh, but be kind to yourself. Practice self, self-care. Reset your, your perception around what it means to be productive. If you're anything like me, I'm probably working way more hours now than I did uh, before the pandemic. And yes, I have distractions during the day, but I also am just doing more. I'm I'm being quite productive. It just looks different than it looked like before. Um, So reframe what productivity looks like and means to you. Recognize the difference between busyness and productivity. Make sure that you're celebrating wins along the way and taking opportunities for breaks as you go. And if you can do those things, you will start to recognize what you're accomplishing. You will start to feel better about your workday. And and when we feel better about what we're doing, that feeds into and becomes a self-perpetuating cycle for us to have more motivation, more engagement, and more productivity 
in our work. As always, thank you for joining me for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day, and I hope you have a great week. The Alchemy of Truly Remarkable Leadership. Ordinary, everyday actions that produce extraordinary results. Consider how the nature of work has shifted over the past 50 years. With increased globalization, rapid technological advancement, and the shift in economic composition, the average job of today looks very different than the average job of 50 years ago. What will the jobs and organizations of tomorrow look like? Moreover, what does this all mean for organizational leaders? What are the core competencies and capabilities of organizations and their leadership that are prepared for continued disruption and geopolitical and socioeconomic shifts? Regardless of what the future holds, increasingly, leaders need to be socially minded, data-driven, decisive, champions of talent, and disruptors of the traditional notions of leadership, teams, organizations, and work. The alchemy of truly remarkable leadership will help you to explore your own leadership competencies and capabilities and consider ways to apply and implement them into your workplace and personal life. Check out Human Capital Innovations magazine, Human Capital Leadership. Human Capital Leadership is a free interactive e-magazine with the mission to help individuals, leaders, and organizations find innovative approaches to maximize their human capital potential. We publish issues quarterly in August, November, February, and May. Take a look at the latest issue and let us know what you think. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week. Check out our new weekly LinkedIn newsletter, Alchemizing Human Capital, exploring industry trends via original research and interviews with executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We look forward to having you join us.